Um, so, Mike, thanks for uh, helping me clean my way overpriced house. Yeah. I'm um, really happy for you that you're getting your house sold very soon. I still feel like you are entitled to a percentage of our home sale. You, you know what my price is. No matter what the job, no matter... One no matter, penis in the vagina? Sure. Okay. But your wife hasn't said yes yet. But, uh, She's I'm on her way. Magic Mike said I needed to present this. <laughs> I'm not going to grow a vagina. But Magic Mike said I needed to get this thing going. See... I was going to just remind you that my price is always pizza, but I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but if you are offering your wife's vulva and interiors, then I will take that as well. Mm. <laughs> Mike's painted a lot of our house. That's true. And Some I've, and of I've it's cleaned been... a lot of windows. Right. I've uh, scrubbed a lot of stuff. Oh. Oh. I'm going to paint it white. Ow. <laughs> Hey, welcome to The Skinny with Mike and Adam, everybody. Uh, this is episode 0146. Why don't you ever know? Uh, because I printed out my paper and then... Because uh, Mike is the one who does the numbers. I do, I do all the numbers. Yeah. I do all the numbers and I, 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 had, I, print, I had my printout sheet, but I just don't remember what it is. It flew away in the breeze. Yeah. Uh, so, that's all right. How's your week been, buddy? My week was better after last week. Yes, you were a little stressed out last week. But Sorry to hear hockey that. kept me plenty of stress. Plenty stressed, yes. But we'll get to that pretty soon, mm-hmm. Coach Bombay. <laughs> ah, fuck you, Emilio. <laughs> Other than that, it was a fly week. All right, man. So Fly, like early 90s fly. Do we want to just go ahead and get right into it? We'll just talk about our friends for a bit, and then Yay. we'll get right into the show, because we had a lot of show. We're going to be reviewing a parody album Ooh. later in this episode, as well as get to some of our music news with new songs and other shit like that. So, uh, first of all, uh, what shit new episodes Rick came? says did not have a... I'm about to write another limerick. Oh, boy. But, however... But he wrote reco- us. We are, recording to the, we, are, we are recording this on Saturday, uh, previous Saturday, and uh, he has insure- assured the rest of the Melting Pod Network that this episode will be out Sunday or Monday. Ooh, Monday okay. at the latest, he said. Okay. We're going to hold you to that, Rick. And I know he messaged us oh, regarding yes. my limerick. Yes, yes. Uh, it's he, like he enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 had a, he had a really good time about that. So all for you, buddy. Just I almost made him crash on his bike. That's what he said, yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I like had that visual of my limerick accidentally <laughs> killing somebody. <laughs> you didn't hear it. It was a limerick. So I it was call it A-A-B-B-A. A-A-B-B-A. Right. It was properly... <laughs> Uh, properly rhymed, mm-hmm. and it's ama- It's just kind of amazing to think of a you know a, a bearded, bald, big, bald ca- Canadian, Canadian man, Canadian man riding a bike, listening to it, and then almost crashing and because then dying. of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that uh, that he it brought him joy. Yeah. So next step, you just have to make sure you keep track of the Toronto news feed just to see if there was a giant accident caused by a big, bald, bearded Canadian funny man. And down in the uh, the appendix, it says. And by the way, there was something in his penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else had an episode this past week? Generation Oddcast released one on Friday. Hooray. Uh, I listened to that. Great episode, as always. More, shen- more, more bullshit than shenanigans from, from our friends over in Massachusetts. It's 25% less, though. 25, yes. Mr. Corliss did not show up. I know. But he never really provides much or anything. He says things here and there. Yeah. He's, he's mic'd up for some reason. <laughs> Yet again, yeah, Joe Blay and, of course, uh, Dave. Uh, that was a great episode, as always. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. I no, want to hear a lot more 
Magic Mike, Joe Blay banter with yes. each other. Maybe they should have Joe Blay forth. show up on uh, your uncensored reality sometimes. Just so that they can talk shit on each other. I think that would be the best. Joe Blay is ever the instigator because we just got done with the rivalry between Joe Blay and Rick Wellbanks. Right. <laughs> I think it's still going. It could be still going. But uh, Joe's not too interested in catching up. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, so speaking of uncensored reality, they had a new episode this past week. I have not listened to it yet, but you have. It was uh, pretty serious. Oh. Shit got real. About some dads, I when hear. When you start talking about daddy issues, yeah. oh my god. We got plenty of daddy issues on this show, but maybe we'll get to that some other time. All I know is that there's a lot of alcoholics out there in the East Coast. That's true. And uh, it got serious. Like It was kind of weird because then they went into their promos at the end, and it went from being very serious to being like, ha ha ha. Joe Blay sucks dick or something like that. <laughs> Which he does. You know, Joe Blay does suck a lot of dicks. I don't, I've never met Mr. Joe Blay, but I imagine if I were to meet him, he would have like at least six dicks in his mouth. Ooh, that's a lot of skill right there. He's a there. talented man. So, uh, sorry, Magic Mike. I can't get my wife to fall for the threesome, but the chlorophyll is on the way. But I appreciate you helping me out because I've I'm been trying. barking up that tree a long time. Because they said our show was better <gasps> back when you were married. Oh, was it? Because you were happier, so they're saying. I think they're implying that our show has been kind of sucking lately. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that's last more episode. My is, fault? Last episode was not that great. I admit it, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I'm not saying. It's, I'm not saying like you know in the in the in the sea of A pluses that we've released. That was you know maybe like a B plus. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, was there anybody else this week? Dead Bedouins. Dead Bedouins uh, had another week off. I learned something about the Dead Bedouins this week, though. Speaking of them, All right. did you know they have their own Wikia page? Wikipedia page? No, Wikia. Oh. You know you know those Wikipedias that are specific to a certain like TV show or movie or oh. specific like geek universe? Did, did they write it themselves? I'm or pretty did sure they fans? did because if you go to deadbedouins.wikia, W-I-K-I-A, dot com, there is a Wikia for dead for the dead Bedouins. Now, if you're if you're, if you're listening to this Sandman and or other dead Bedouins, can you can you let us know who who did that? Because right. that's Pretty awesome. I want one myself. I know. And, I, and they have cool. like short fictional uh, biographies on each of the characters that they I, play. I was hoping it would have real biographies. I know. Like, that was, I was, I was like hoping to too. Sandman's real name is, you know, <laughs> Broxton. Mohammed something <laughs> or other. <laughs> Broxton Preston Escobar. Esquire. Escobar Esquire. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, who else are we missing? We got also Beards and Booze who, uh, who have uh, live uh, stream sessions over on Twitch over every Friday. Go to twitch.tv. Uh, twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash beards underscore and underscore booze. Let's uh, get it right into the thick of it, man. So Too we complicated. got Too got, complicated got, of a web address. I know. <laughs> Keep it simple, Beards and Booze. Beards, Booze. That's everybody all you guys need to do. To you is That's why nobody the, listens to you. Everybody is under the influence of listening to you. you <laughs> they don't know to how to get simple. the underscore. Like, I'm trying to dash. We've got to shift dash. It doesn't how underscore. Spell underscore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So we got a lot of... Uh, we, got, we got a handful of news topics and also a uh, pretty hefty review that we're going to be doing this week. So let's get started. Oh, yeah. Let's get on the feed. Okay, so we have a, uh, a smorgasbord of new songs that was released this past week, all from albums that we are re- very much anticipating for this year. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to all of these songs, Adam? I think I did. Okay. So I did not listen to the 
lullaby census fail songs. We'll get to that. But the uh, computer would not handle that. Okay, well, uh, we will get. Well, first we'll get to the new songs from the actual albums, not a lullaby album. But uh, first then we'll talk about uh, the, 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 the new We Came as Roman song. Uh, the song's called The World I Used to Know. That was another one that my computer at work does not does not like SoundCloud. Fuck! And, well, uh, they're, they're going to... in, a, at least with the song, the song is a, a bit more of a mel- uh, melodic direction. Now, if you remember anything about uh, We Came as Romans, they have a, they have dual frontmen. One of them does the unclean vocals, the other one does the clean vocals. One's ugly and one's really ugly. One's kind of really <laughs> ugly, yes. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it seems they're going in a dual clean vocals direction oh i guess this i guess this well the screamer does still does the screams but they also alternate between a, a clean vocalist they and, they, and their their voices are similar enough to where i don't think they need that so i don't understand why they're doing that but the song itself just one is track okay. yeah just one track to be fair um and then they're, don't they're forget about asian on drums Asian on drums, of course, which Adam loves Asians and bands, <laughs> as we've established. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, also, um, I don't think an official announcement's been released, but uh, uh, they released the box art, or the, the album art, for their fourth album, which I have been, which I have been dubbing Tree Metaphor Part 4. Right. Uh, but the album is actually going to be called, it's going to be self-titled, so it's uh, We oh. Came as Romans, which well, sucks because it's I... lame. I know, it's very lame. We ran out no of trees. Tree, tree metaphors <laughs> to base this on. I mean, what's what's... What can you do? So they, like had, they started with to getting plant, deeper, or <laughs> they started with to plant a seed, then uh, understanding, understanding what we've grown to become, what we've grown to become, and then and then tracing back roots, tracing back roots. So I was thinking so, like barking up the tree. <laughs> oh no, shedding our bark. Yes, <laughs> not our bite. Our uh, <laughs> our nuts fall off. Our nuts, <laughs> the fruit of our existence, right? Or some shit. I don't know. You or guys could have come up with something better than or uh, just self-titled. Somebody cut us down with a chainsaw. There we go. Cut <laughs> us down. There cut we go. Cut us down and build us into a house. <laughs> Stump us around. Uh, next up. Stump us. <laughs> next up. These uh, are all just names of the tracks on the album. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, next up uh, is a band that uh, you know we 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 we've been enjoying. We saw them late last year. Uh, Our last night. As has an album coming out, and they released uh, the official music video for one of their singles, "A World Divided." Now, did you enjoy that song? Adam? I did. I did not watch the video because videos I hate are dumb. Videos. Yes. And w- spoiler alert: the video is really dumb. Okay. God. See, I'm glad. I kept on seeing this little girl playing with doll- dolls, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to like this video. Nope. I already know it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it seemed like an okay song. Yes, uh, I forget the name of the album, but uh, the album... Younger in... Dreams. Younger Dreams, that's what it is. Thank mm. you, tip of my tongue. But uh, it's coming out June 16th. Ooh, same very, day very as soon. Hundredth. Yeah. So there'll be a very busy June for Mike and I. We'll be talking a little bit more about Hundredth later in this episode. Now, finally, uh, we got kind of double Census Fail news, but uh, uh, the beginning of the week, Census Fail released two new songs on the same day uh, over on, over on uh, uh, Metal Hammer. Dot com. Pretty uh, much the whole album has been released at this point. Um, three songs Not have been released. Oh, okay, that was four. Uh, one song was on the split EP with a uh, oh, yeah. thing, and that's going to stay on the split EP. But then they also released um, everything in something like something like that. Every little thing she does is magic. Yeah, that's okay. the one. And then they also released two new songs called "The Courage of an Open Heart" and "Wounds." So. I- Enjoyed wounds yes. more than the former. Thank you, because I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Both of them are in the same vein of this like hope core that God they've kind damn. of uh, <laughs> adopted now. Uh, they've uh, and lyrically, 
since his fail throughout their career has always been about kind of despair and getting over addiction and you know t- buddy nielsen talking about his problems and his drug and his drug addiction his self abuse and and now and now because he's turned his life around the music has been so much as uh, as much as a reflection of that there you hear lots of it from their last album renacer which the album itself is spanish for to be reborn and then right. all the songs now that are being released for this new album uh What's the name of the album? To pull the thrones from my paw, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling the thrones from your heart—that's the name. Oh, of sorry. It. <laughs> from my paw. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all the songs that have been released in there so far have been like, you know, believing in yourself, getting, the, finding the strength in your heart to get over the things that are that are you know pulling you down and holding you back. I believe there's a track on the album we're going to be reviewing that goes into that. Yeah, a fair amount. We'll talk about that. So a lot of a lot of senses fail references. Believe in yourself, there. and you can accomplish anything. Does anybody? <laughs> Let me borrow a quarter. <laughs> I need to take the bus home. Speaking of Census oh, Fail, here's a really cool album that's uh, it's sort of Census Fail related. Mm. Now, if you've got youngins, like I, I know do. Adam does. Adam's do. got a two-year-old. And you have a youngin as well. I have a young seven-year-old who is, uh, who is, who is a little past the lullaby age, but... Uh, yeah, you know, she's also listened to Senses Fail as well, but whatever. She I don't think she's right to sleep. No, she's not. She's not. Uh, she's not too into Senses Fail. I mean, she's not really into like the punk scene yet. But uh, <laughs> I'll get her. There. I'll get her there. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, there's there's this uh, there's this music company called uh, uh, called Sparrow Sleeps, who mm. they do lullaby renditions of like modern bands, mostly punk bands. C- can you click play on this? Because yes. I really wanted to listen to it, but I. So they release they released this past week the album called The Crier, and which is all lullaby covers of Census Fail songs. Interesting. Now they released one online uh, for one of their more famous singles off of Still Searching called Can't Be Saved. Mm, it wasn't Bone Crusher. Not Bone Crusher, <laughs> which is a great fucking song. Drink up, drink up. <laughs> na, 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 na. Is it all no. instrumental? It's all instrumental. Okay. It's all it's all soft piano, a little bit of harp, a mm. little bit of keyboard, a little bit of triangle, a little bit of tambourine. <laughs> <bit of> triangle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know I got it tattooed for a reason. Why can't I just hold it true? Oh, I'm getting so tired right now. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Crashing all the funerals of these people that I never knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know when you're going to sleep, you got to be thinking about funerals. You got to think. You got to be thinking about uh, you know, alcoholism, drug abuse, <laughs> digging your own grave, basically. Ding sleep. sleep. <laughs> it's too slow. <laughs> Never ending sleep. That's and what you want your child to have. Day I will wake up and realize I made up everything. Sleep tight, little one. Sleep tight. <laughs> Don't wake up at five fifteen in the morning and stare at your daddy in the front, <laughs> in the living room. Which is ha- yeah, which has happened. So the uh, so the album itself, the crier, is a you know kind of a kind of a mixtape of all of their most famous songs, like the Rapture, Can't Be Saved, which you just heard, Buried Alive, which is one of their first singles, Rum Lady is for Drinking, Lady in the Blue Dress, Lady in the Blue Dress, which is an amazing song, but not for children. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, and, and 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 of course it ends with it, it ends with one of my favorite senses failed songs called One Eight Seven, which is about how a guy goes on a fucking murderous rampage. Ooh. At one point, kills a five year old. 
Oh, yeah. Well, good, <laughs> good imagery going on there. So All of course, right, like so it's... so check out the crier. If you're listening to this in the show notes, you can check out uh, where you can buy the album, and you can also listen to the song uh, "Can't Be Saved" in its full. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna track this down. This sounds really fun. <laughs> Interesting for your next child. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so a bit of an update over what we talked about last week, but uh, our good friend. Emilio Estevez of D2 the Mighty Ducks well, had some choice words. And what was it after this? Was it after Game 5 that this happened? It was after Game 5. Okay. Now remember Game 5 was the one that the Ducks were winning 4-1 yes. to one mm-hmm. in the third period. And the Mighty Blackhawks came back and tied them 4-4 yes. four, four with 37 seconds left in the oh, game or something like that. Oh, my God. It was like I was just like floored by that like hearing I, you describe it already broke my heart i can't I s- imagine even watching that <laughs> i stood up and gave a standing ovation because there was no way in hell did i think that the blackhawks were going to win that game yeah and i was right <laughs> 45 seconds into overtime oh man um but fucking emilio who is the only person i think who besides you know pacey who deserves to be a mighty ducks <laughs> pacey <man>. yeah <laughs> like emilio's been there since the beginning anybody yes. who worked on that first movie Deserves to be a Ducks fan. Everybody else, bandwagoners. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is, again, goes back to the douchiness mm-hmm. of the Ducks fans. Because nowhere on any Blackhawks Twitter pages and shit are they saying such things negative like this. things. You can follow Emilio Estevez at Emilio the Way, by the way. No, you shouldn't. So, what does the brother of Charlie Sheen have to say? All caps. Suck it, Windy City windbags. Ducks win. Ducks win. Ducks win at Anaheim Ducks at NHL. <laughs> at hashtag lick my ass. And uh, at <laughs> it's Tory son uh, replied to uh, Tory, Tory Pesuto. So this uh, to- some girl wearing a Blackhawks jersey. Oh. She replies back to Emilio Estevez. Hey, at Emilio the way. All right, spunky 80s teen sensation. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Which is the perfect uh, reply back. <laughs> Calm your shit, Gordon Bombay. Uh, also, Did you feel like he was... It's, it's like the Blackhawks were, were Iceland over here. I know, really. Isn't that what you felt like? I know. That's what I felt like. Iceland! Also, uh, at Schwartziest uh, replies back, at Emilio the Way, sorry your movie career sucks and you're forced to tweet to stay relevant. Maybe the Ducks will give you Game 7 tickets. <laughs> at Ryan Comerford, at Emilio the Way, are you on drugs? <laughs> Valid question. So, okay. So, you know, the Ducks or the Blackhawks fans had to come back with a little bit of trash talking. A little bit, yes. Because he started it. <laughs> he did. Asshole. Easy there, Charlie Sheen's brother. The series isn't over yet. Hashtag Blackhawks. <laughs> Suck it, Windy City. Windbags. Windbags. <laughs> like, that, that's such a, like, John Hughes line. It is. Hey, shut up, Windbag. Windbag. <laughs> Windy me, City windbag. I'm going to go back to these 16 candles. <laughs> Don't you remember like all those movies you were in that took place in Chicago? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, it was just the one. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know. So as of like, like we mentioned earlier, we're on. Uh, we're, we're recording this on Saturday. Game seven's happening this evening. <sighs> Adam, about what two hours? What, are we, what, what yeah, time what are we, we got right at? now? We are at uh, 1:40. Ah, okay. So we have three hours and 20 okay. minutes. Um, yeah, it's been quite the fucking series. Oh boy. Game six was exciting. Game six was the the only one that the Blackhawks kind of won, and it wasn't super stressful. Okay, like the they were up three nothing, and then the Ducks came back and scored two goals, which was kind of stressful. But then we scored two. Still goals. again, yes, okay. So, what are you still thinking? The, I mean, I know you're hoping that well, the Hawks would win. You got to remember that all the experts said Blackhawks in seven. 
Blackhawks in seven. So okay. I really, really hope the experts are right. Well, my expert said Blackhawks in five. Right. So unfortunately, that did not go through. Eh, I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. But you got to remember, I guess, ducks in January are different than ducks in May. That's true. I don't know what that means in <laughs> metaphor speak, but... Uh, it means they're done flying south for the winter? Maybe. I guess. All I know is that I wish I was on my way to Anaheim right now to watch the game, but I'm $220 tickets. Yeah, to sit in the very top yeah. row. Um, I chose did not you, to did do you that. check to see like what the close with the, with, with the oh they were all like six hundred and up oh wow to sit anywhere closer than that good golly <laughs> <laughs> so if I didn't have a family and such I would have probably just gone if I, I didn't have a family I'd I'd like buy a PS3 because I need one mine mine broke well you don't have a family last time I checked. Oh. Your daughter <laughs> chose not to spend time with you today. Oh, you just made me sad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to bring that up? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, her mom, yeah she was supposed to This is what happens when you give seven-year-olds choices. I know. They choose to break your heart. And they cho- and then she chose like three times. I know. Yeah, she changed her mind like three times. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she, can, she, spends, she spent the entire month with me so she can spend her time with her mom, to be okay. fair. Okay, fine. So uh, following up on the Blink 182 drama that we've been yes. following through for the past couple months. Hopefully the last time we'll discuss much yeah so not really much of an update but a little bit of hope for the future at least uh so uh as we know uh uh, matt skiba who is the frontman and guitarist for alkaline trio uh, he's been fiddling in for tom for tom delanger ever since the uh friendly divorce as blink 182 is calling it and uh, they've been on tour for a while now and and from what i've heard the fans of the fans and the people who have gone to see the shows have stated that Matt Skiba is, you know, he fits in perfectly with the band, and they're all having a great time. He, right. he, he has a great stage presence and a good camaraderie with the with with uh, Mark and Travis. So you know, that, that's a good well, thing. So go. and so they sat down with Rolling Stone not too long ago, and they stated that uh, you know it. it you know, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, Matt Skiba's been. You know, it, it is fun playing these songs that I didn't really write, but uh, we have we have been in the talks of writing new music together mm. as 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 is this version of Blink-182. That seems strange. Mm-hmm. I would imagine most hardcore fans would have a hard time accepting that. I think a lot of people, especially with how douchey Tom Delanger has been these past few months... It's called mentally ill. Mentally, with, the, with the mental instability that Tom, that Tom has been displaying. Yes. I think people are ready to let him go, and I think they've written him off as, mm. as of right now. Because okay. it, it is kind of... I think even Tom has made it obvious that it's his... He is kind of the center of why... Blink-182 hasn't really been releasing new music like they keep saying that they're going to. And in a way, he's kind of been holding the band back. So well, He's busy with all of his other projects. Uh, he said he was going to write 15 novels this year. <laughs> Holy with cow. 15 songs to accompl- to, with 15 albums as soundtracks to his, al- to his novels. Holy crap. Because he's fucking insane. That's called Mania. Yeah. And if you can do that over the course of a weekend, <laughs> then more power to you. <laughs> Good for you, Mr. Delanger. Uh, as long as as long as he can get that without getting abducted by aliens. We can hope. We can only <laughs> They're hope. out there, man. He knows some stuff. The government knows. They, <laughs> yeah. They're after him. Yeah, so pretty quick feed this week. So uh, we're going to go ahead, like we mentioned earlier this episode, uh, a new parody album was released this past week. And we've been mentioning it a lot on the show because we are big fans of uh, YouTube up-and-coming sensation uh, Jared Alonji. I think he's he's cummed. I think he's cummed. He's not up-and-coming. He's he's here. Well, he, it, it, you know, you talk to somebody like 
your wife, and he, she has no idea who Jared Alonji is. But if you talk a couple to, of his videos, yeah. But know. if you talk to you know the alternative press crowd, you know people like you and me, people who are going to go to Warp Tour, people who are, you know, yeah, those th- that crowd. Then yeah, they're 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 aware of Jared Alonji. Okay. Uh, but okay. uh, you know, we mentioned a long time ago that he we went to Kickstarter. Uh, he and he asked pe- and he told people this idea he had. I, I want to create a parody album uh, to kind of make fun of the modern music scene. Fucking great idea because you know right. we don't have we don't have a Weird Al, right. we don't have a Lonely Island, we right. don't have a Garfunkel and Oates. But uh, it's 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 a great idea. So he want he he went to, he, t- he took to Kickstarter. It was a kind of a long time coming. I was kind of worried that the thing wouldn't uh, uh, get funded, but in the last week or so, it exceeded its goal. And uh, and over the past few months, he's been recording. He's 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 got uh, Joey Sturgis, who's got who's kind of in a he's kind of a parody of a of a uh, producer anyway because he, he he's kind of like he does like Devil Wears Prada and all these metalcore bands that people get like, like to give a hard time to. So he produced the album and now he also and he had enough money to uh, get guest vocalists on the album. So the album came out last week. It's called Beating a Dead Horse, fifteen tracks long. He's been promoting the freaking hell out of it. He has. And, and, and if you go to his official YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jared Alonji, A-L-O-N-G-E, he has uh, lyric videos for all of 15 of them. So if you want to listen to this album, I recommend checking out the entire playlist of the album first because all the lyrics are there. That is, And as we'll get to when we reviewed the album, those are the stars of the show. Right. Jared Alonji <laughs> is a great comedy writer, and he's so sharp-witted. <laughs> And witty, and like his jokes are so on point. Especially if you're in the know, like Adam and I are, and, and everybody else who goes to Warp Tour, we, we're all we're all aware of these cliches. We're, exactly, <laughs> and we are in the know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, the lyric videos had some very comical moments in them too. Yes, all culminating in his first music video. Yes, which is also the week. first track off the album. Now, uh, now uh, each track isn't done by a, the same band per se. He, right. he created personas uh, for each. For almost every every song, and each band has their own unique style. We have, like we have a metalcore band, we have a pop punk band, we have a East Coast, we have an East Coast punk band, we have a right. we have a progressive rock band, we have a swagcore band, swagcore, crunkcore, yes. I guess you can call, so call it. Whatever the hell we are, the ocean is. Yeah, I, <laughs> emotional rock, like, emotional punk. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been calling them like uh, I've been Emo calling them core. I've been calling them hopecore, hopecore. Yeah, so we'll get to that soon, but. Uh, Oh, let's let that airplane pass by. We're under attack. We're under attack. Jared Alonge knows we're not paying for his album right now. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and uh, start with uh, start with this. And uh, this is this is the first track by Amidst the Graves Demons, which Entitled. is an amazing. Which is an amazing band name, by the way. So the song is called "The Swimmer." No. Now, Amidst the Graves Demons is their kind of uh, parody of bands like the, the Devil Wears Prada. And a little bit of Bless the Fall right. and A Day to Remember and stuff like that. Definitely more Bless the Fall than yes. A Day to Remember, I think. But uh, make sure this volume is yes. as high as it can be. It's just, uh, it's just the intro. You, should be. you can hear it? Yes. Okay, great. Now, I was curious as to which vocals were him. <laughs> now, some of the vocals are him. Like I said, he's, he's had uh, guest vocals on, on, on a lot, on right. almost every other but band. On this particular track, I wasn't sure. I don't, I don't think so. But in the music video, he's the front man. Where right. in the music video, they're all in like, you know, swim they're all, gear. They're all in swim trunks. <laughs> um, one dude is just sitting in a folding chair, <laughs> wearing arm floaties. They all have floaties on and little, uh, <laughs> and little waist floaties too. And there's a couple of shots of him laying in a kiddie pool. In a kiddie pool, like just with his head coming out. 
Now the, the now the point of this song is using water metaphors to talk about his pain. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now this wasn't like a very funny song until the end. Yes. It sounds more like a real song. Yes. Until the bridge comes. If you in. didn't know this came from a parody album, <laughs> right? You would probably think it was just a, a, a generic metalcore exactly. thing. Exactly. And that's kind of the joke for most of these tracks. Too. Most of the tracks are, yeah, there's a lot of cliches that he wants to bring to light, but a lot of it's like how generic the scene has gotten for a lot of bands, you know? I think so. There's a, there's a lot of water metaphors in music. Yeah. Not especially. just in this scene, nope. but in every fucking scene. <laughs> I think the shark swam right by my leg when you realize that this is the end. <laughs> Our ship lost out sea. I'm pretty sure he stole that from Thrice. Probably. And bless the fall. <laughs> and a day to remember. <laughs> Not a single life jacket here. <laughs> Never learned how to swim. Now there's a guy hosing him down his right. face. <laughs> and he looks very calm in the video, despite all of the water coming into his face. Now, Jared first came into my sites last year when... Oh, here Contact the Ghost Guard. Contact the Coast Guard. <laughs> no, seriously, help. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not that buoyant. <laughs> yes, I, you were saying, I enjoyed uh, his review of the Memphis Mayfire album. Oh, yes. Unconditional. Mike posted it on my wall. And you thought it was serious. I didn't know it wasn't serious at first. So I'm just like, wait, is he... Because he was just like, I bought a, I bought a copy of the album for my car, for my bedroom, yeah. for my living room. <laughs> I bought four copies of this album because I love Memphis. And it was Fire done so in that much. really shitty like webcam review that right. a lot of people like to do. So it it, it it could pass off as real. And then he threw in every single metaphor <laughs> that anybody can use yep. to describe an album that so they like. Let's move. Let's move but on. We got to we got to listen to the ending. Okay, here we go. The ending. The ending is where it actually gets... Where we get into, like, southern metalcore. Southern metalcore. It's a hundred. <laughs> this is very much like a Every Time I Die. Um, do Yeah! I love it. That's every time I die, right that, there. Th yeah. So let's go and move on I to. Was uh, <laughs> I was expecting a lot more of that kind of humor. Yeah. Than what the first half of. The so this is the, this is his punk pop, pop punk band Sunrise Skater Kids with "Love Me Back." Now the vocalist for this is Cody Carson. I think he was from the band Set It Off. I think. Ah. Okay. Now this just sounds like Blink One Eighty Two. A little bit, those. yeah. So it, it's very much on point for that. Yeah. Uh, and then, so the song itself is a uh, it's a stalker song. It's a stalker song, and there was another uh, rap core band that yeah. created a stalker song. Yeah, uh -huh. a lot more talented, a lot more <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it, it kind of harkens back to the song that Drive By Curious did that when they were kind of stalking some chick. So basically, yeah, the the lyrics are extremely generic. Yeah, but. I still feel like it could have been funnier. Yeah. Until the end of the song again. It gets, it gets a little bit funny at the end. Yeah, yeah. When he says something about lockpicks aren't cheap. Yeah. And I watch you in your sleep. Yeah, so unfortunately for some of these songs, like, I feel like the joke gets a little old fast. 
uh, this song, this song particularly, it's still entertaining because because right. you know that they're it's it's intentionally supposed to be generic and right. and and bad lyrics and stuff like that. And it's a good mix away from you know what the super metalcore amidst the graves demons opening yes. track was. It's and it's a good thing that you know uh, uh, that they that he decided to do different bands on this instead of like an entire right. amidst the graves demons EP or something like that. Yep. That's, I think that's where, where Drive By Curious went wrong. Probably. Because yes. they did an entire album just as themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people get sick of it after less than 29 it's minutes. It's 29 apparently. minutes long. <laughs> it's not that long, guys. Go to drivebycurious.bandcamp.com. This, this album is seriously over an hour long, I think. It is. It's really long. It's 15 tracks. So on that, let's go move on to track three with his uh, Boston punk band, Shoot Up. This is Unbreakable. Shoot Up. Now... I think this is the song, though. But I think uh, the, the, the is this like the song where it's like, 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 look on my friends, on my back, like, <laughs> something like that. I love that in the lyric videos he types out all the I know words, blah. and blacks and O's. I lived another day to follow the path set before me. I fight to carry on. My heart grows cold, but I will never fall. Which blood shot ice. Ooh, with bloodshot eyes, I see the light. This is still so Boston punk. So Boston punk. I mean, it's basically if you took, you can just mix match all of the color morales lyrics. Yes. And probably have everything for this album. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those like, yeah, rise up, <laughs> wrong to the homeless, <laughs> pennies to the pennyless. I never caught that. <laughs> Yeah, this is one of those like, yeah, guys, we need to rise up. We need to believe in ourselves. Who's pennies for the penniless. Homes rest for the homeless. for the restless. Hope for the hopeless. Yes. Homes for the homeless. <laughs> Life pennies for the for lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> Great writing. Great yeah. writing. The writing, the writing is on point, which is why I really recommend going to the, uh, the, the lyric videos for these. Check if, Again, if you're in the show notes, please go check out the... Because uh, I wrote the... I, I, put, uh, he, I posted the entire playlist that he has for this entire thing. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to another track by Amidst the Graves Demons. We'll be hearing from them a lot. Next up is uh, Save My Life. Now this one is based on the Color Morales lead. Song. Definitely Color Morale. So that's this is this is very much even though it's in a meta, even though it's a metalcore song, which a lot of bands are like We Came as Romans are doing the same thing. They're a metalcore band, but they're but they're like hopecore now, like lyrically. Especially when you go somewhere like Warp Tour and you see five or six bands, it's the same. Positive rants yes. in between every single Believe song. Believe in yourself and you can achieve anything. There was one time where I was down on my luck and then I looked up to the sky and I'm not going to tell you what I saw there, but now I'm here and I'm so happy and you can I'm be here. where I am. And then, and then they do the pandering thing where they, where they point to every single one of you guys have brought me here today. Yes. So this is basically somebody, Lee Amidst the Graves Demons singer saying... Yes. I'm the voice of your generation. Yes, stand, yes, stand by one another and stuff like that. So just like with the Sunrise Skater Kid song, the joke kind of gets old a little fast. Is this the one at the end where he's talking about talking to his mother? Oh, no, that's 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 another chewed up <laughs> that, song. Is that like, the next track? Sick. It's, like, oh, it's like, Mom, I need to branch out on my own, except when I come and visit sometimes. Right. You make good food. And I might need to borrow some money. <laughs> just 200 bucks. <laughs> but, yeah, this is one of those like kind of pretentious uh, like I'm the like we're the best band ever so you should listen to us 
No, you should listen to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> believe in yourself. You have the strength within you. Because senses me, fail. You can believe in yourself. <laughs> Thanks to me, you can believe in yeah. yourself. There it is. So, uh, off from, from hope onto a little bit of defecation, a little bit of a little bit of hopelessness. Let's go move on to a suicide silence kind of parody. This is vermicide violence uh, with uh, inconceivable somatic defecation. Now, this is their deathcore band where. Disembowel flesh, consume the rotting corpse, inhale the, the fecal, fecal fumes. fumes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, a, lo- a lot of the lyrics here don't make any sense at all, and that's the joke. Uh, the, they're just random, morbid shit. Infection. Oh, this instrumentation is so bad. I know. Like I hate. Like I hate. Eternal seepage. Conjugal <laughs> <laughs> desecration of my foul abrasions. I wish to nibble on my nec- necrotizing wounds. Yeah, so it also it also gets a little gross later on when we're talking about like playing with shit. I am a cannibal, burn, burn. I'm pretty sure this is what one of the real songs, the real lyrics are. I'm sure right? there is a real song exactly like this, but it does. No, 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 tastes so good. Lather my jowls in this milky pleasure cream. <laughs> Moist smegma down your sweaty taint. <laughs> Maim the innocent with rusty butter knife. Insert this bloody tampon into my eye socket. So yeah, this is a real this is a real death course on that they just put it into this. <laughs> He's talking about eating human flesh, and he said, "No, no, no." But it's so perfect. It Why is. wouldn't you put that in there? Uh, okay, so let's move on. It's gonna it's gonna get a little gross from here. So let's go to move on. At one point, he sings diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go back to uh, the pop punk band Sunrise Skater Kids. Let's see how they're doing. With actually one of my favorite songs off of this album. This is Take It Easy Core. Definitely. As I've been embracing the new uh, Chunk No Captain Chunk Yes, and this is album. very much within that, within the vein of that. This song is fucking incredible. It is. It's such a good song. Because, <laughs> like, every single... Uh, I didn't even know Easy Core oh, was... Oh! <laughs> yeah! I didn't even know Easy Core was a genre. I didn't know that either. I just, I just apparently it. Newfound Glory was the ones who started it. Like they coined the term they Easy did? Core as opposed to hardcore. But this whole song is just about how you know they make songs about their friends, yeah, hanging out with their friends, <laughs> mixed in with growls yeah. and partying hard, and everything's wonderful. I love the growling of the positive vocals of being yes. growled. <laughs> Which is, again, what Chunk No Captain Chunk likes to do, too. What's another easy core band? Jump, jump, jump. The song sounds so much like Chunk that I can't think of anything else. I know. It, <laughs> Except it also sounds like You'll Always Be My Bro. Oh, uh, Day to Remember does the a lot of songs like this, exactly too. Yeah. I was going to say. There's so much of a... I'm hanging out with my friends. Isn't it great that we graduated high school? <laughs> um, the joke here lasts a little bit longer than a couple minutes too. So I mean, this is a, this is a pretty good song. We're a happy We're family. We're a happy family. We'll go around. 
Friendship is the best, hands down. I love it. <laughs> Friendship never gives me doubt. Oh, this is so a day to remember. Eternal friendship. Friends, friends. I've got lots of friends. friends. Just so you know, he has a lot of friends. And he's really happy with his friends. We have to stick around until the end. Yeah, that's, you gotta do it, yeah. Because it takes... A wonderful French turn. Yes. There at the end, which is even so much more chunk, no Captain Chunk. No, it's cliche. In my way. Bro. And you'll always be my bro. A day to remember is going to have to change their formula forever now. Pretty much. Like, you don't realize how much... Oh, here it is. Here's the French flag on the lyric video. Nope, not not until the uh, yeah, <laughs> until the accent changes. Yes. Best friends forever. Bestie strong. Oh my God! This is so day to remember. Certain moments of chunk that he kind of goes back into a French accent. <laughs> yes. And they were totally building on that. <laughs> and then you forget every time with these... There's the outro. Getting vocals, growling vocals, and whiny punk Why, nasal. my friends? <laughs> it's like so perfect. So back, uh, back over to Boston. We're back up to uh, uh, Chewed yes. Up with Bite the Curb. Now I'm pretty sure this is the one where he's like... <laughs> Yes, I think this is the one. This is this this is another like uh like I'm better than you. Right. Kind of like I'm so punk, I got like my friends behind me. Right. My dad's a lawyer. <laughs> He'll sue your ass if you make fun of me. I'm so fucking tough. I'm so fucking tough. But also he got made fun of at private school. Yes, that's Don't true about that. Yes, this, this is pretty much the uh entitled white boy who thinks he's fucking tough cuz he's right. in a punk band. I always think of straight straight from the path. Yeah, straight one. from the path. That's a good one. Yeah, and also the East Coast, Boston hardcore. Yeah, raising. but also a little census fail, don't you think? Well, the new census <laughs> fail. Yeah, you watch it back. I spit you out. I have <laughs> friends that are stronger than you'll ever be. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, this, it, this is so East Coast punk where it's just kind of making fun of other people. Uh, you know, East Coast punk is the best genre. Right. I'll knock you down. Blah! <laughs> up in the no, it wasn't. Me stupid names. <laughs> school. <laughs> I love that. Friends! I stand for purity, honesty, respect. <laughs> Gentleness and self-control. Church! Every same day! <laughs> This reminds me of uh, the Census Fail side project, uh, Bayonet. <laughs> my, my dad's a lawyer. You'll never stop. stop. He's totally 
bayonetas. Oh, yeah. I think that's what I'm also thinking. <laughs> nice uh, two, two, uh, two minute, 15 seconds. So perfectly uh, quick. Oh just like Boston, Boston Hardcore, man. All perfectly of those quick. Positive adjectives. Again, one of my favorite tracks off of this one. We're back to Amidst the Graves Demons with Misogeneric. Again, this we song need is. To hear this all the way through. <laughs> this song is. The friend zone song. <laughs> the song is is this featuring uh, Maddie Montgomery, but I don't know what band that's from. Uh, I'll probably look it up. Really, I haven't quick. seen the lyric video to this one yet. Okay, so uh, I, I need to go in to read along. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like, but like I mentioned, this song is uh, the friend zone song. You always go for bad boys. Can you uh, expand out? Oh, can you can you not see? I, I would like to see more. Not sure. I deserve more of this entitlement. Real men have class. Swag is for boys. <laughs> you heard a gun cocking too. <laughs> Oh, the sound effects on this one, right? <laughs> oh, we'll get to the sound effects, man. I'm not a jerk. I'm not a jerk. I'm, I'm not a douchebag. Douche I don't belong in the friend zone. <laughs> one of my favorite lyrics is coming up, too. Milady. <laughs> With my fedora, I took... In case you haven't noticed. I'm a nice guy. Bitch. They can't find anything on... Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find anything on Maddie Montgomery. Maybe he doesn't exist. I never gave you up. I never let you down. Around, around. And deserted you. <laughs> what is <are> that? <laughs> I'm entitled <laughs> to your affection. He just totally Rick Rolled. <laughs> we got Rick Rolled. Rick Rolled us. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. We got. Oh, we got the bridge coming, man. <laughs> What did we say? What did we say? Oh, okay, we're building it back up again. Right now, in this very moment, I thought so I could tell you one, one thing, thing before, before I, I walk, walk out, out the, the door. door. And with my last dying breath, I tell you. Tell you what? Okay, bring it very back around. Carefully, <laughs> without hesitation, <laughs> one thing that I'm going to tell you right now. If you only knew how ready I was. <laughs> To say that. Okay, so one more time. On Let's keep building the bridge. The other last person on earth. Then you wouldn't be ready when these words hit you. In just a second, I'm gonna do it. Here it is. Woof woof woof. <laughs> what the hell? I don't like, I don't like you. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Ah! Fucking Jared. Every single instrument imaginable gets with a dog, and then a dog barks. <laughs> and of course, it extended like one minute long. Ah! So good. Oh, the writing on this is so good. Uh, you fucking ass. <laughs> let's move on. Let's go see what those. Let's go see what our fun, our friends and Sunrise Skater Kids are up to now. This is uh, the Punk Rock Pizza Party featuring Dave Days. Now, I think Jared Alonge had a contest uh, not too long ago over who would play uh, Sunrise Skater Kids, and a band called, a local band from wherever, 
called Dave Days won. Oh. So they're the ones playing uh, this song right now. Okay. Good, Good on them. them. The song itself, Punk Rock Party, was released prior to this album. It's been around for a while. So this was also re-recorded uh, with uh, D- Dave Days. This is another one of those, uh, like, I've got my friends on my back and we're here to party we'll, we'll and have a summer. When we hear the chorus, yes. we all, we all kind of get it. Yeah. And then it just kind of repeats after that. Yeah. So again, just like with the first Sunrise Staters Kids songs, the joke gets kind of old fast, but uh, it's still entertaining enough. I like it. Cool kid. So sad. In the front seat, and my pizza in the back. Ow! Seven pairs of khaki shorts and stickers for my back. <laughs> Man, these guys are so punk. This is so. This is so what a fourteen-year-old thinks punk is. See, I made the mistake of watching the video for this first yeah. before watching the lyric video. Yeah. So I didn't catch all the jokes until yeah. I saw the lyric video. <laughs> like, oh, this is fucking funny. So the joke kind of repeats itself, and it's kind of an unnecessarily long song. So we'll right. go ahead and skip it. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite songs. This is from the uh, progressive hopecore band, Canadian Softball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, the song itself is called The Distance Between You and Me is Longer Than the Name of This Song. Which is absolutely incredible. Yes. Uh, now, so Mike this was is, nice enough to do some research on the influence. The influence this on this is very much uh, the band from, I think they're from Canada also, but uh, the, it's a band called The Being as an Ocean, and they do this progressive indie instrumentation with this kind of half-sing, half-scream vocal style. And it's... It's really just a bunch of random sentences thrown together. Yeah. That somehow follow some sort of And it's like pattern. emotionally driven, usually. It's usually like, I'm so sad and my hometown really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the girl the- I love doesn't love me back. You know what you know what other band does it like this? You know the the band that you really enjoyed actually, Touche Amori? Does this kind of heard that band? Yes, you have. No. Oh, um, I have not listened to them. I promise you. Or how about um, uh, the uh, secret plot to destroy the entire universe? Oh, okay. Because that's very much. I haven't the same. listened to them in a while. They're long a little time. bit more punk than this, but they have that same kind of. <laughs> I think I lost my library <laughs> card. I'm still sad. <laughs> and I, 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 and a lot of things that are very common amongst these kind of hopecore kind of bands are that the uh, the the vocalist is very like. Uh, Tone deaf, right? I guess I can. I guess I can tell you. Really? Where their voice is always cracking. <laughs> I always think of. I don't know if it was a band or a solo artist in the late '90s, uh-huh. known as Harvey Danger. Yes. For some reason, this reminds me of Harvey Danger. I don't know why. There I only know one song. Yeah, yeah. For, and he was in all those late '90s American Pie movies. Yeah. Um, and I always think of that when I hear this one. <laughs> this is definitely Jared, though. You can definitely tell he's the one singing on this. Yeah. Sad. How can I remember not to cry? I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, there's another band that I that I really enjoy that does the same. It's called The World, which is where they, which is where the name of the song came from. But The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die oh, yeah. is the name of the band, which is why they took that band God. name. Oh, and the bridge of this is the greatest thing. Jared did not write these next lines. Nope. <laughs> That's I get it. I that's get uh, it. yeah, yeah. Not influenced. <laughs> you know, these lyrics are very familiar. No search and seizure. 
generation. And that I can't argue with. Nope. I've never seen Gravity, but I don't know. <laughs> We're in our water. <laughs> I knew it. When the first animal went extinct, that should have been a sign. How can mirrors be real? I love this one. If our eyes <laughs> aren't real. And <laughs> it repeats it. Those are all. Mirrors <laughs> be real. These are That's all great. tweets by one Jared, uh, Jaden Smith. Jaden At Smith. official Jaden, if you would like to follow him and his stupid, stupid, pretentious teenage thoughts. Mirrors be real. <laughs> Do you think that he just took a bunch of random celebrity tweets and put them all together for <laughs> this have. one? It's very possible. Who's, who doesn't like to be sad? <laughs> Great song. So uh, let's go to uh, also again one of my favorite songs on this album, "Amidst the Graves Demons" with their kind of uh, this is song number with four. their with their um, what do you call it? Oh, this is, I'm so seen. Never mind. This is oh, this is another song that they uh, re-released, I guess. Uh, so th- this is another song that's like a generic electronic hardcore, electronic metalcore with a influence with a in- input a lot of uh, like keyboard elements and shit. Right. So so this is. Probably the most falling in reverse. Yeah, falling in reverse kind of stuff. Uh, kind of early, um, early Devil Wars Prada also. Mm. Uh, before they went to like super hardcore. Uh, this one so, I haven't seen the lyrics for either. So the so the song itself is just like you want to be like me because you know scene is so awesome bad. Fashion won't define me by any means. I've got my guitars. Turn down to drop C. <laughs> drop C. That's fucking scene. Then sing with me. Wanna be like me? Auto tune everything. <laughs> Bang your head and you will see that being seen will set you free. <laughs> I'm so seen. Yeah, so this I'm trying to think who else does the the auto tune. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, Devil Wears Prado used to do that. Uh, Here comes another breakdown that you just can't miss. This oh, is, oh, and the and the attack, attack. This is very much attack, oh, attack. I see. And we're back to the to the intro. <laughs> I think that's what he says there. is the part where you start climbing heads and we jog in place. <laughs> so very much scene core dancing. Probably heard scores before. before. In every metalcore song, yes. And deeper. <laughs> Question marks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah, so, so the joke is just kind of repeating itself. It's talking about this scene style and how we dance and how <laughs> <Yeah>. they sing. <laughs> so yeah, if you're a fan of Attack Attack, I think you'll probably in- appreciate this song. Or so you'll hate it. Yeah, or you'll, yeah, you have no sense of humor. <laughs> uh, so next up is the uh, the only band, uh, the only song from this band on this album, and this is the UK progressive rock uh, mathcore band yes. called Rectangles <laughs> with cosmic metaphysical verisimilitude. <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> yeah. So you know, if you love love math math rock or math core, oh, this song is gonna make you cream your pants. A few months back, he <laughs> mathematics the opening line. 
He um, he asked people to submit lyrics. Yeah, I submitted a bunch of lyrics. I have no idea what they were. Damn it! I'm sure he would have sent me a message or something on Facebook. Yeah, if he was going to use it, he was going to use them. I thought they were pretty funny. The ones that I wrote down. Yeah. Um, I I copied and pasted them and saved them somewhere. I have no idea where they are though. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you do find them, then you just, maybe you can just do a fine tooth uh, comb and maybe look through these lyric videos. So so uh, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's a math core band? Uh, Periphery. Uh, which sure. yeah, who is who? The lead singer of that is helping out from first to last right now. Right. Uh, they're the only ones I can He's think of. In right. from first He's to last. He's in from first to last. <laughs> um, what's another one? The periphery is really like the most. Like predominant one I know of. <laughs> so the lyrics Traverse for this, the cosmic boy. The, the lyrics for this is all pretentious, I big words which right. mean nothing. The astral polygon. I always think of Rush when I hear Rush? this one, but it's not Rush. Calculating infinite particles. <laughs> That's a good song name, actually. Yeah. Awaken. To the gravitational entropy. Bitcoin is translucent for. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's a super long, just like all math math course song. It's super long. It's like gonna get and, and 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 yeah. The the the, the timing the makes no sense. Galaxies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, again, speaking of bands that have only one song, we got the Crunkcore band Swagchode. For a two freaky Foda club. I still feel like uh, this band goes on tour. We have a good opening act. Yep, they got an opening act uh, right here, guys. We know we know Makilla's label. We can get Makilla back, back to life from the dead. Yeah, if we need to. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so bad, but like I love it, <laughs> and it's incredibly polite and and actually PC. <laughs> So this is parodying uh, bands like, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Blood on the Dance Floor. Uh, um, ew. Uh, ew. Ew. Uh, there's another band that's really fucking bad that uh, actually our old guitarist Frank used to really like. And uh, uh, I can't remember the name of them, but they're not worth remembering. So uh, okay. it's it's this stupid crunk uh, club music with... Uh, with uh, Hardcore elements and auto tune. It's really yeah. bad. Some screaming in the background. And the whole point of the song is a, uh, it's the opposite of that of that lifestyle. So they're so they're very much like about being polite to girls, right? Uh, not doing drugs, getting home at a reasonable hour. <laughs> yes, about nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Yeah, we got to work in the morning. Six with no it. Got the girls, got the money. It's time to blow it. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Is he gonna do a video for this one? You think uh, he could? I, I figure he can do a video for almost any of these, and they'd be hilarious. Uh, so let's check out uh, the next, uh, the plagiarism song. Oh god! This is Hey Jared. What's that song again? So it's a metalcore medley, actually. It's not really a band attached to it, but uh, the whole point of the song is for the entire song is they rip off the cadences and the and the riffs and the and the tunes of like. Really, really popular scene bands. Most of the popular Starting songs. off you with can... some Under Oath here. Right. Let's try, let's try to name everything. This is Devil Wars Prada. Ooh. I didn't know that. Dun, 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 dun. I love this song, actually. This is uh, Omarosa. Oh, yeah, because that's a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
Is that a Johnny Craig? That's Omarosa? a Johnny Craig John Morosa, yeah. Okay. That's from the second album music. Oh, what is this? This is August Burns Red ah, from their album Constellations. Well, at least the background here is all the album titles. Oh, I don't know what this is. That looks like from first to last. From the- it looks like it, but it's not them. No. Oh, my God. I'll steal this from you. <laughs> the entire lyrics are just like, I'm stealing this. You, you can't, you, you know, I'm, I'm stealing this chorus from you. Get the lawyers involved, stuff like that. <laughs> There's the Bless the Fall. <laughs> There's Bless the Fall, yep. From his last walk. <laughs> Some Craig Mabbitt thrown in there, of course. Say that you're gonna miss chorus. We've got some sleeping with sirens of here. Of course. As long as it's for me. There's <laughs> some Escape the Fate. Ronnie Radke Escape the Fate. Right. Uh, what a terrible song. <laughs> there is something I will not forget. Here's this. <laughs> That's some uh, Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> right. From Sep Eternal, of course. The song is uh, Shadow Moses. Ooh. This is Architect, isn't it? It might be. I think it is. I don't know. I'll see you in the courtroom. <laughs> it looks like Inter Shikari right there, but it's probably It does. Not. The symbol does. There's oh, that's Word Alive. That's Word Alive. Yeah. <laughs> From Deceiver. And now we gotta throw in some Skyler Drive. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks for the album art in the background, Jerry. I know, it, it really, really helps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't recognize this one. Oh, God, that looks familiar. It does, it does seem familiar, but I have no idea who it is. This is Data Remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect copyright laws. <laughs> Always disrespect copyright laws. This is Woe Is Me, back when Tyler oh. Tyler Carter and Michael Bone were in that band. Oh, wow. That's a ways ago. No issues. Not issues. <laughs> I don't recognize this one. Some gang vocal woe woes. Of course. We got some Of Mice and Men of coming mice up and now. Men. <laughs> it's not even ours. <laughs> this is not this verse like a dream. Memphis may fire. Oh, yeah. Gotta get all the big wannabe bands. Of course. I kind of like this song, actually. Is this from The Hollow? Yes. Yeah. That's the good album right there. One of four of your songs. <laughs> Temple of your songs! <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of it. Now we go to the last song sung by uh, Sunrise Skater Kids. They're going to be carrying us out this parody album. This is Goodbye Baltimore, which is, of course, our proverbial last track acoustic song. Are Sunrise Skater Kids from Baltimore? Is that what they're from? According to Jared Alonge, they are okay. from Baltimore, yes. This is uh, the Goodbye Baltimore, the flute song. The flute song. So uh, what did you think of uh, beating, uh, beating a dead horse, Adam? Dear God, it's great. Yeah. What can I say? It is, it is <laughs> so much funnier like, if, you know, if you're in the music scene. I and know. You, 
I hate I hate the band and I hate the scene. <laughs> yeah, I very much enjoyed all of the songs too. Oh, you know, a couple of them are a little longer than they should be, and the joke does get a little stale, like after like a minute or two. But yeah. like overall, everything's like in Here, every- here's the course. <laughs> play the flute for money. That's more of a recorder, but uh, not a flute. Um, and then I love how the rest of the song is just them trying to make it as a flute recording yeah. artist and not making it. Exactly. I would uh, really like medicine or food. <laughs> oh, that's great. This is the one where he was asking his mom, right, for money. I think. No. Well, we oh, missed that song. That was what, that was chewed up. I was chewed up. Yeah, chewed we up. did. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, the the writing here is a star. Like Jared Alange, he's so like his his comedy writing is really really witty and really on point. And he knows when yeah. the joke he knows when the joke needs to crescendo and stuff like that. You know, I agree. I completely agree. And I wish for big and better things for him. And I wish that he give Drive by Curious just a little listen. Yeah, I know we're not based on this genre of music. No, but, um, you mean more, they are not? Or sorry, they are not part of this genre. <laughs> But they did throw in some crunk core. They did, and I'm sure um, Makilla and Rainbow Sprinkle appreciated that. You were part that. of that. So I was, yeah, I was in a crunk core song. So to be fair, yeah, we. I forgot the name of that one. Um, that one was STD's nuts. Right. Yeah. And I really feel like you need to make lyric videos for them. Yeah, we should. Can you please I, make lyric we videos? Need, oh, for these not, songs? I need to learn how to do that. And YouTube, <laughs> if Jared Alange can do it. So can we. So can you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you guys are, uh, if you, you know, if you've listened, if you've been listening to our show, you're, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with this kind of this brand of music. So I mean, yeah, go check out um, Jared Lodge. Go support him too, and you can actually purchase the album on iTunes and stuff like that. But the, but uh, but I highly recommend going to his YouTube page and uh, checking out the lyric videos for all this. He has he has them all listed up in a playlist, and because like I said, the writing is the star of this album. And uh, you won't be disappointed by any of his videos. Yeah, and know? even his music. He's, and even if you're not like, it's so funny too. It's so funny and sharp. He's done four mosh talks. Yes, which uh, are him interviewing bands and. They're just hilarious. Yeah, and this summer, like we announced on the show uh, not too long ago, he's going to be going to each day on Warp Tour and doing like funny things, interviews, funny interviews, stuff like that. So he's going to be one of like the correspondents, like a funny correspondent that for Warp Tour. Be great. Uh, to maybe see videos of. another podcast might be a correspondent for at least one of the days. We are on so Tour. freaking wanting to be part of this. I don't well, know. We got if we one can... more week because uh, I think this week we're going to be hearing back from uh, the Warp Tour people. This is the week that if it doesn't happen, are we just going to call it a day? We're we might as well, right? Take the podcast off the air. Yeah. Nobody's obviously going to no ever one, care about us. No <laughs> one cares. <laughs> no matter how many people we email nope. to ask to interview We them. cannot accommodate your request at this time. <laughs> but we just, all we know is we got Vs. Yes. Thankfully, Vs doesn't have a bunch of like people in between us and them. Very true. They were yes. nice enough to just talk to us one-on-one rather than... It's like, sure, you guys seem like Vs nice cannot guys. accommodate you right now. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> This is Aaron from Peace. We cannot accommodate you at this time. Uh, yeah, so uh, great, great, great parody album. If you, if you love, if you like parody, like good, it's a good thing that we have a Weird Al now. We have, we have our own uh, Lonely Island and our own so. uh, Garfunkel and Oates. So it's so cool. I, I, so. I love. It. Thank you, Jared Alonge. Congratulations on your success, and I, uh, you know, wish you nothing but the best, man. Sounding off this week. Last week, I gave a review for Mad Max Furry Road in just four words. Furry, uh, furry Road? 
furry road, yes. <laughs> I said furry. Uh, 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 and I kind of, sort of like a uh, jumping off a point from that because the director of that was George Miller, and uh, who also did Happy Feet and Happy Feet 2, which is like the weirdest resume I've ever seen. Can't fucking stand those <laughs> movies. I mean, we tried turning them on for my kid. She couldn't care less about it either. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so terrible with the music and the talking and the, <laughs> the stories. Eli- is, yeah. Elijah Woods, Elijah everywhere. Wood trying to f- trying trying to fuck Brittany Murphy. It's not right, man. <laughs> she's dead. Oh yeah, she's dead now. <laughs> Stop fucking dead. Chicks, I wonder Elijah who Wood. who 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 uh, what do you call it? Who replaced her in Happy Feet Two? I've never seen that one. Oh, oh well. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I just wanted to. Uh, do a quick little sound off. Uh, it was kind of related to George Miller. Uh, there's going to be an, uh, another documentary coming out very soon. Uh, and uh, and just a, f- a few years ago, during the writer's strike back in 2008, George Miller was actually in the midst of making a Justice League movie. Just out of nowhere. Ooh. Just no build-up, no Avengers-style you know, team-up. Just, hey, I'm making a movie and the Justice League's going to be in it. And uh, that... Jealous. <laughs> jealous, yeah. And, and, and long story short... It it fell through the cracks mainly because of the, the writer strike, because of what was going on with Batman at the time, because because uh, Christopher Nolan had his own version of Batman. So Warner Brothers was like, we can't have two movie Batmans. What? What? Why are we gonna do that? Uh, but there there's a documentary coming out that's gonna explain the whole process of of you know what went down, what was the plan? Because even the even the whole script leaked. I haven't read the whole script, uh, but uh, apparently the movie was really good. Oh, uh, according to the script, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it could still fall flat. Like, oh, the you know the the the, the acting would have sucked, the directing right. would have sucked, the visuals would have sucked. Uh, but uh, that would make like uh, you know two superhero related canceled movie documentaries. In, in I don't know, I think this might be coming out this year. But there's another one uh, based on t- uh, uh, Tim Burton's Superman movie that he was going to release into that in like 1996. Uh, after after the success of Batman and Batman Returns, Warner Brothers asked Tim Burton to say, "Hey, why don't you make a Superman movie?" And yeah, do you, have you ever heard of, of that before? No. Because but was Johnny Nic- Depp going to be playing Superman? Nicolas Cage oh, was yeah. going to be Superman. I did hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> It really so, like it really started getting off the ground before it kind of crashed. Yeah, it, apparently there's going to be like a giant mechanical <clears throat> spider in it. Ooh, mechanical. Um, and Superman's suit was going <laughs> to Oh, that's right. They just glow. gave it to the Wild Wild West. Yeah, and he and he took some of his ideas and put it in Wild Wild West. There you go. Kevin Smith was talking he talks about that all the time that's actually. That's where I've heard it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so <sighs> speaking stuff. of the Justice League film really quick, uh some of the, I just want to go over some of the casting cuz it's it's interesting casting. The person who's playing Superman was uh was this uh German actor. He goes by the name of DJ Katrona. I haven't heard of him much, but apparently he's he's, he's been like in Dust Till Dawn, GI Joe, Retaliation, other shit like that. Batman was going to be played by Arnie Hammer, who went on to be the Lone Ranger. Oh yeah, he, and his career hasn't Wasn't really recovered he also much. In the Social Network, network. No, yeah. yeah, he played the he played the Winklevoss twins in, right. in Social Network. Um, Kind of an unknown actress at the time, uh, Megan Gale, who was also in Mad Max Fury Road, actually. She was going to play Wonder Woman. Uh, the Flash, the Barry Allen Flash, is going to be played by Adam Brody, who I only know him from the OC. Uh, Fox is the OC. He was also in uh, Gili. He was in Gili? He played retarded kid number one. Really? Who followed Ben Affleck and J-Lo around the entire movie. <laughs> you better talk to me. Uh, singer and actor Common was going to play the John Stewart version of Green Lantern. And I think that I think they should still stick with that if they want to go a Green Lantern route for the current one. The Green Lantern hosts the Daily Show now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, Santiago Cabrera was going to play Aquaman. I think they, I think they got a good Aquaman for what they have now. And uh, and also this is kind of weird. Like Hugh Hugh Keys Burn 
is going to play Martian Man was going to play Martian Manhunter, and uh, oh J J J Barichell was going to play Maxwell Lord, who's also a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> he's like, oh my god. And he's like not even knowing who Martian Manhunter is. He does this all the time on my sound off. Every yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Every <laughs> oh my god. Isn't he the one that eats Oreos? Yes. He's the one. He's yeah, every Oreos are, are his favorite uh, his favorite earth food. Yeah, so um so the documentary's coming out. I don't know I don't know what the firm release date is, but I'm definitely interested in. It. I'm going to watch the the Tim Burton Superman one first. <laughs> that one looks like it'd be hilarious. And then I just want to see what see what this one was going to be because we could have had a Justice League movie in 2008. We're just lucky Michael Keaton wasn't playing Superman. As he would play Batman and Superman. He'd play Beetlejuice, Batman, Batman, Superman. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And then Birdman. And then Birdman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Adam, you had uh, two albums. Well, to one full length and two half length. True. Yes. So equal length to two. So who was my full length? I already. Uh, your full length was uh, Silver Steed. Ooh. Entitled. Entitled. Oh, damn it. Um, I, <laughs> I am, am alive, alive in, in everything, everything I, touch. I touch. So this is follow up to 2013's "This Is How the Wind Shifts," which Mike and I both agreed was one of our favorite albums of that year. Pretty solid. I think both in our top tens. Your top ten, my honorable mention. God damn you and all your <laughs> gay mouthness. Gay mouth. Um, so this one had a lot to live up to, and I must say that it's equal mathematically to "This Is How the Wind Shifts." But so, in the event of a tie, which one weren't? Which one do you feel like is better? The former, mm. because song-wise, I still liked as many songs on this as I did the last album, but. I did not like them as much, if that makes any sense to the layperson. Yeah, I feel like the song, the songwriting in um, "This Is How the Wind so, Shifts" is 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 a lot better, a lot this, catchier, and I think the concept in that album comes out right. comes out a little bit more. This clearer. one is more about traveling through the entire North America, so like the first three tracks are all about North. <laughs> The next three are all about south. Yeah, they're, they're split up into four. West. And yeah, they're east. split up into four chapters, right? Yes. Yeah. So I did enjoy a Midwestern state of emergency and face of the earth, mm-hmm. as well as heaven, hell, and purgatory. Yes. Which is the south song. Um, but I did not care for the rest of the south portion. Mm. Um, I enjoyed. Uh, it kind of took a little bit of a dive after that. So I kind of enjoyed the uh, last three tracks In the Dark, Je Moi Souviens. In the Which dark by means the first one fallen by the first one <laughs> fallen yes, and uh, je me souviens, which I think means I will support. I think okay in, Spanish, in French. French. So this in is, chunk, no Captain Chunk language, right? And then Toronto unabridged. I felt was a really good. I love that song. That actually. was really yeah. good. I don't think I'm trying to think if they've done like a soft acoustic-y song. They've done those before. I mean, they they did that one with, how long with lights. That was definitely not the same at the end of Shipwreck. Yeah, I, I think that's more. Isn't, isn't that more key, keyboard driven too? What the hell was the name of that one? Um, yeah, I think it's just called The End. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like Broken Stars demo version? No. Uh, yeah, The End featuring Lights. I know I do not care for that track. Oh, you don't much. like that song? That's one of my favorites off that album, actually. Yeah, but I like Toronto Unabridged. That's much a great better. song. Great closer. So I wonder what uh, Mr. One Rick L. Banks. Wait, Rick Wellbanks feels about uh, all of this trash talking of Toronto <laughs> that Silverstein is doing here. Yeah, it's not the- so much trash talking. It's more like 
Like, I don't feel at home in this place. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's putting down his home city. These guys are all from Toronto. Yeah. And they're talking smack about Toronto. And it's almost <laughs> like a, I don't like where I am as I travel around the entire country. Yeah. And now I'm back home and I don't like being back home. So yeah. I can't wait to get back out and travel around the qu- country again. Yeah, you got to imagine. And, you know, maybe maybe uh, Shane, whatever the fuck his name is, Shane Told, told. is, uh, you know, you got to imagine. Because, uh, what's his name? Jeff Freakley writes a lot of songs about New Jersey in that in, in that same light. But New to Jersey. be fair, it is New Jersey. New uh, Jersey is not a Toronto. It's kind of a shit. It's kind of a shithole. I would uh, imagine Toronto is a little bit better than Jersey. Yeah, I, I I hear nothing but nice things about Toronto. But anyway, like there, there, there's a lot of, you know, I grew up in a small town in this city, and then I became moderately famous. So now I get to branch out and see other parts of the world. So you got you got to imagine it must be difficult going back to going back to that because you got, maybe you feel that uh, sense of taking a step back a little bit maybe mm. maybe reverting back and when you feel like your mind has been expanded and when you feel like your horizons have been uh, broadened so this was a lot more of a personal record than the last mm-hmm. one which was more character driven i guess yeah the last one had um, definitely had a concept uh i feel like the concept was 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 presented a little bit better mm-hmm. uh even though this wasn't you know a bad album in any in any sense i feel like it for me at least it uh it did not meet expectations. I was expecting this to be uh, really a good, up. a step up from uh, "This Is How the Wind Shifts," but not disappointed in a right. way. Yeah, it's it's more like a you know sixty five percent album. You know, seven yeah, out of eleven. Like it's it's fair. It's a it's a good listen. I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be re- I can see myself revisiting this uh, a lot during this year. Uh, but you know, it's not one of those things that I gotta. I have to go back to, you know. Right. I'll probably hold off a little while. Yeah. So we will see but, where this ends up at the end of this year. We will move on to finishing up hundredth. Yes. Until for now, their, until their new album comes their out. Their new album comes out June sixteenth, and That's I'm right. very much looking forward to it because oh my god, these EPs. Resist. Which one? I don't know which one came Revolt first. Revolt came first Revolt in 2013. And then Resist. Resist came out in 2014. 14, yes. Both are pretty fucking awesome. They're solid. They're solid. This band is like musically is still better than so many yes. of the other hardcore bands out there. Very progressive hardcore, too. Yeah. Progcore? Is that prog, what you want to call yeah. them? Progcore. <laughs> I, I like that term. Yeah. Progcore. I wouldn't even, I don't even know if I'd call them that much, but just really good lead guitar, really good vocals, and like catchy, hooky, yeah. clean vocals. Um, I know Savages, Baron, Euclid, um, really just four out of five uh, of of the first EP here uh-huh. for Revolt, awesome. Um, and then for the Resi- Resist EP, like steps it up another bar. Yeah, I mean it's six tracks, but there's really only four real songs. There's yeah, there's a there's a 36 second intro mm-hmm. called Wake, and then the last song is called Wage. Yeah, which is just an instrumental track. With yeah, a spoken word thing. Which nice I feel little like outro. If there wasn't the spoken word part, oh. then I could get into the music aspect of it more. Yeah. But the middle four songs, Shelter, Resist, Demons is incredible. Demons Manifest. is an amazing song. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Like, please, check out this EP. Yeah. And, then, and then maybe work backwards. If you, <laughs> if you like it. If you want to get disappointed, check out their high point and then go backwards. <laughs> well, I think it, it it's it's like where they need to be. And then if, if you like that one a lot, then go back and listen yeah. to the early stuff. Because you won't be disappointed. Yeah, listening with, to with these the two LPs. EPs this week, I was following you in your reviews. Uh, it, it it instantly made their their upcoming album for this year one of my most anticipated. Right, and they released the first single, and it was two minutes and fifteen seconds. I have long. not listened to that, but I know that now. It sounded like it was something that could have gone on the the Resist EP. Yeah, you can tell that the Resist and Revolt was a a proof of concept. Yeah, and I think that the I think I think 
because they got the feedback that it was fucking solid, they're going to continue on with that style. So I'm good on excited. hundreds. That, that's good. Where, where are they from again? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Ah, that's so right. I kept on thinking amidst the Graves Demons was probably on tour with them. <laughs> probably, <some> yeah. <laughs> this is how we're doing Tennessee. <laughs> so man, so, yeah, um, solid, cool. solid, solid show this week, man. So uh, I think so. Once again, uh, check out Hundreds. Uh, you know, go 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 look up that documentary from. Uh, about about Justice League Mortal. Uh, also, go check out, go to YouTube, go to youtube.com. Check out Jared Alange beating a dead horse. I think uh, I think regardless of whether you're a huge fan of the music scene like we are, or if you just want some funny, you just want some funny shit with some funny solid writing, you should go check out that album Beating a Dead Horse, and you won't be disappointed. If you got any questions, comments, or show topics for us, please go to our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash the Skinny with Mike and Adam. Check out our friends over at the Melting Pod Network. Please subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, get off our nuts, guys. Send us a review. We haven't gotten a review in no one's reviewed us in a while. Two years. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's because we wait until the end of the show when everyone's tuned out <laughs> and turned the thing off to ask for a review. I know. So if you're still listening, please send us a review, an Ooh, honest nice. review. We don't want you to like suck our dicks or anything, but you know, just in person, but you know, not <laughs> not online. We don't. We, we want you guys to be honest because your feedback will make the show better. Uh, for my co-host Adam, I am your co-host Mike. Um, go Blackhawks and. <gasps> We'll see if I'm hanging by my by the rack in my closet yes. on Monday morning, or am I excited about the finals? So please send your well wishes to Adam's corpse yes. on our pay on our Facebook page this this coming Monday. Just in case the Blackhawks lost tonight. <laughs>